It's not often he does it, but Deion Sanders responded to his critics and explained he's not going anywhere. You are Locked On Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Borba. Today's episode, we got a good one. We're talking about, is Coach Prine a monument or a moment? I'll give you a hint. He's a monument. We're going to be talking about Colorado's views for these games. It's going crazy. And then we got kind of an update on the Shadur Sanders to the NFL situation. And let me tell you, it's not what most people expected, but here we go. Today's episode of Locked on Buffs is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And again, Locked on Bus, we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, make sure to follow along on YouTube, Spotify, wherever maybe we're there. Okay. I think, and I've been talking about this, people keep talking about how what Dion Coach Prime Sanders does at Colorado is cool for now, and then it's going to be great, or it's, gonna, it's, it's a great story now, but he's going to move on. He's going to go take the job at, say, Miami, or he's going to go take the job at Texas A&M, or maybe Arkansas, or whatever it may be. And they think that right now everything he does is just temporary. And I've told you guys that I don't think that's true. I've gone through all of the jobs that I think, excuse me, could be open. And one, I think he genuinely loves Boulder. Um, Boulder's a... It's an interesting place because it's not like a big city. It doesn't have a big city feel to it. Um, the whole town is its a true college town, I would say. The whole town is built around the college. and But it has that outdoorsy vibe. And he's a he's an outdoorsy guy. He likes that. Um, I think he loves the people. I think he loves the kind of camaraderie around the community that he gets. And so, anyway, when asked why or if he's a monument or a moment um, by... Bleacher Reports, Taylor Rooks. I feel like he had the perfect answer. Um, so we're going to listen to that real quick. And then I'll discuss after, of course. There are some people that think that this, everything happening in Colorado is a moment. Why are you more than a moment? Why will this last? Um, because moments that has consistency translates into monuments. Mm. That's another one that was so good. I just had to think about that. When I said it, I saw it. God, that was good. Let me see if I can say that again. Please do. Moments that are consistent translates into monuments. And I'm a monument, not a moment. You see how it turned and gave you the eye contact at the end? That was like the nail it. That was like the exclamation part. Like There it is. So I think he explains it perfectly because I think at one point maybe he was a moment at Jackson State or something. But then again, he like he says, when a moment becomes consistent, it's a monument. And I think Coach Prime has proven nothing but consistency at the coaching level. Um, he could recruit well. He could coach well. He's outcoached three three other coaches this, this year, um, and I think he'll continue to do so. Um, I think Colorado is a special special case and probably the most popular i've been talking about this on i've been doing a lot of oregon ducks podcasts lately because obviously that's who they play and 
the crazy thing about college football right now is I've been a college football fan for my whole life. I grew up watching college football. I fell in love with Texas when I was a kid. Um, and now I'm covering college football. That's my job. And I would say I've never seen college football more popular than it is right now. And it's because of this guy. It's because of Coach Prime. Um, everyone loves him or they love to hate him, which I think is he talked about in the interview as well. Um, he says when they talked about their views, in which I'll get, I'll talk about their views in a little bit, um, he said that a lot of people are watching them to lose or watching them to fail. And I don't think that anyone in college football has ever had this effect where it's like you either love him or you want him to fail so bad that you kind of support him in a way. Um, that's that's how crazy the Coach Prime experience has been. And I think um, it's been a testament just to how entertaining, how uh, transcendent he is, and just how much of a, I guess, a new age thinker he is. Um, I think while he does have some old school tendencies, he's a new age thinker and he's changing the game. And you have to love that. If you're a college football fan, you have to love that if you're a Colorado fan, because just look at who's coaching in Colorado. Um, Carl Durrell, Mel Tucker, who obviously has legal issues now and is probably may never coach again. Um, and it's just, you look at those names and you could go past them. And it's like, none of those names are guys where it's like, wow, that is a draw dropper. That is a name where it's like, oof. Um, and I think Colorado, outside of uh, the legend himself who won the championships, I think Colorado hasn't really had that guy um, in years past. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting crazy out here. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there because there's a someone going crazy with some clippers outside. Um, but what I was ultimately trying to say is people are so bought into what he does. And people are so infatuated with what he does. And he's proven himself so much that Colorado is the center of college football. And I don't know if college football has had like a definitive center, maybe ever. I think the closest that I remember college football being like this was USC when I had Reggie Bush and Matt Liner and Carson Palmer and all those boys. Like, that's what I think of when I think of like that program was the pinnacle. Because even with Alabama's dominance, people weren't like flooding to, to Tuscaloosa. There, there was no like, Alabama, it has a big new kickoff three weeks or four weeks in a row because Colorado's getting it again, I think, next week um, for the USC game, which is controversial, but they're getting it again. Um, and it's just because of Coach Prime. And I think a lot of people doubted him to start the season. I think a lot of people, when he took the head coaching job and revealed his ways of doing things, were like, that's not going to work. It's not going to work, Coach Prime. You don't know what you're talking about. And guess what? He knows what he's talking about. Um, I think his transfer portal method was risky. Um, but I think when you yourself are one of the best football players ever, and is, I don't think his football IQ gets enough credit. Um, and I don't think his, his kind of awareness of like what he needs around him gets enough credit. His staff is literally the perfect staff. Um, his offensive coordinator is a former head coach who is now getting looked at for the Michigan State job um, because of him, uh, because of Coach Prime and kind of giving him a bigger platform. His defensive coordinator comes from the Nick Saban tree, and while their defense hasn't been great, there's been moments where it's like I could see why he picked Charles Kelly. Um, Charles Kelly is a very experienced defensive coordinator, and he's everything that they need. And so I personally understand the move there. Um, I think the defense will only improve as time time goes by and they get more depth but coach prime is continuing to be a monument not a moment um, and i think as the season goes on people will continue to see that and honestly let me know in the comments i 
I don't think I saw any around Colorado unless I didn't go to the camp, like certain parts of the campus. But when it's all said and done, does Deion Sanders get a statue at Colorado? When it's said and done, comment below if you guys think he gets a statue at Colorado. Um, I think he is on track to get one. Obviously, it's a little early to be like, oh, does he, does he need to be immortalized at Colorado? But based on what we've seen right now, he has not only revived the program, he's revived the interest in college football, um, and also he's boosted the Boulder economy. Um, they've made millions of dollars. Like every time they have a home game, it's just boom, an economy. So let me know what you guys think about that. I think I think he could be <laughs> statue bound. Um, this episode of Locked on Buffs is brought to you by Jace Medical. Let me talk to you about some Jace Medical real quick. The Jace case, if you guys haven't heard, um, provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is you fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of our board-certified board physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment-related, doctor-created, doctor-recommended. Don't be caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jace handles everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy, medication, delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. So let's talk about it. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and the loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace case off. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping you have access to medication in case of emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication, delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $363 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using code LOCKEDON at checkout. That's jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Promo code LOCKEDON. All, all one word for locked on. Um, go be safe, guys. It's never, it's never a bad thing to be safe. Okay, we are back and we're talking about views. Um, we're not talking about my views. I appreciate you guys getting that view number up. Um, here's the thing. It's pretty insane to talk to when you consider where Colorado wrote. Wow. Colorado was a year ago and look at them now um, obviously that team last year was irrelevant and they were terrible so it's not shocking that they didn't get anybody watching their games but Colorado Colorado State a game that was played at I want to say 7 30 or 8 30 p.m. Um, I know it finished around 11 my time um, regardless was the most viewed game of the weekend uh, let's see, Colorado, 9 million. Yeah, it had 9 million views, which was more than their game against Nebraska, which was during the middle of the day. Um, they had 9.3 million views, um, which was more than um, Texas, Alabama, the week prior, who had 8.8 .8 million, which that was the most reg watched regular season game on ESPN since 2015. So Colorado, Colorado State <laughs> surpassed that. It was a late game. Um, it was a game against Colorado State. I think while everyone's going to be like, it was a rivalry game, most people aren't tuning in to watch Colorado State on a normal basis. Um, and I think Coach Prime talked about it in the interview, which I mentioned earlier. There's two reasons that people are watching Colorado. One, you love him, you support him, and you want to see him succeed, and you want to see him just build off this program, which that's majority of us. Second reason, you want to see him fail. 
and he keeps proving you wrong. It's like these people and people comment all the time. Like it's only a matter of time. Like when it was TCU and I was, I was making the case that TCU wasn't as good as they were last year. They're like TCU made it to a playoff. Coach prime has no chance. They're more experienced and all that. Okay. Colorado beats them. And, and everybody was like, okay, TCU wasn't that good. It's Nebraska has a good defense. They could run the ball. And then I was like, Nebraska's offense is terrible though. And Colorado's going to blow them out by double digits. I said that go check that out. I was wrong about the TCU game. I, I said TCU would win, but I, I was confident that TCU wasn't going to be as good as they were. So it was going to be a close game. And I was right. Just not about the winner. Um, but Nebraska, I was like, Nebraska's offense cannot keep up. And they didn't. And so then, of course, the narrative from all the same people that were saying Nebraska's defense is going to shut them down. They're going to embarrass Shadur. They're going to blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, oh, well, Nebraska's offense is terrible. And it's like, yeah, that's what I've been saying. But Colorado still dismantled them and played great defense and shut down the run to the fact. Like, you can't always look at numbers. Um, me and I forgot who it was, got a little spat in the comment section about numbers. And the numbers lie sometimes. But Colorado's numbers, they gave up a lot of rushing yards, but there was no outside of the Jeff Sims run. There was no play where outside the yeah outside the Jeff Sims run, there was no play where it was like, oh, they're just dominating. Like, I think they're getting a lot of uh, garbage time yards. By the way, guys, the college football season is here, and this season Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff live Friday on every YouTube channel. We will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every single Locked On YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry game, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live Every day, Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, or on any Locked On College YouTube channel, you won't want to miss it. Your boy, me, will be on this Friday. Um, so look out for me because I'll be talking about the Buffs in Oregon um, because now everybody is super interested in Colorado. Makes me a hot commodity. I appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, people are talking about Nebraska, and it's like eh, everyone tuned in because this. They were like, "This is going to be the game where Colorado loses." Like Nebraska is going to show them. Then they don't lose, and then Colorado State, and it's like. Colorado State's going to show up. They're going to beat them. They're going to, even though they got blown out by Washington State, they're going to beat Colorado. And they played well. They did. I won't take that away from them. And so every single week, there's like reasons for why people want to watch. And it's like, like I said earlier, there's the people that we want to see what this team does. I mean, I get paid to cover the team, so I have to watch them. But I, I'm also watching because I love seeing the progress that they're making. I love seeing just a new kind of style of football. And then there's the people who are like, Oh, he's going to lose, and I'm going to uh, – I got the tweets fired up. I think people probably have drafts saved of things that Coach Prime said. Like, I think the very first time he loses, I don't know when it's going to be, but the amount of luggy – or luggy – Louie luggage tweets that will be fired off will be astronomical. And I'm not even exaggerating. I think there's going to be so many tweets about, like, some trying to make him a meme because they lost. And I think there's so many people that want to watch him lose. They want to watch him fail, which is kind of the society we live in. Um, we're not really an uplifting society, but it is what it is. Um, I think that's the reason a lot of people are tuning in, though. It's like they want to watch. They want to see him be great or they want to see him fail. And it's, it's kind of unfortunate, <laughs> but that's just the world we live in, um, I guess. But, yeah, I... Gotta love what Coach Prime's doing. Um, he's getting Colorado up to this point, I think, has around 26 million viewers. Um, I doubt that they even came close to that um, last year. Let's see, Colorado viewers. 
2022. Um, yeah, I don't think they had that at all last year. Um, I wanted to see if there was like an article that I could quickly pull up, but there's not. Um, because here's the thing. And I think a lot of people are, this is, he's inspiring people to get into college football. Um, I think a lot of people looked at college football as kind of like a, I don't want to say a, it wasn't like, an, it was not a, not an inclusive sport, but now it feels more um, like more people could enjoy it. And I think he's inspiring. And I don't think people touch on that a lot. And he, here I found an article, by the way. Um, so if you would look at, there's an article by the athletic that ranks, um, <laughs> this is an average number of viewers from, for every Pac-12 school um, and Big 12 school, because this was during conference realignment time from twenty nine, from twenty fifteen to twenty nineteen and twenty twenty one, Oklahoma, Texas, USC, and UCLA are not included because it was kind of a to see who's popular still. So like Oregon, Stanford, Washington lead the way. Colorado averaged one point, we'll say one point five million viewers per game. Um, obviously. When you do 26 divided by three, because I'm no mathematician, they're currently averaging 8 million viewers a game, which would be well over all of these teams because Oregon was at 1.9, Stanford 1.8, Washington 1.7. So that Colorado is averaging 8.8 million, we'll just call it a a whole 8 million um, viewers per game. And that's literally insane. Uh, Like I said, college football has never been more popular. And Coach Prime continues to change the game, um, continues to do it big. And by the way, um, before we move on, after the game this week and every week, yours truly will be going live on my YouTube channel. So lock on buffs. I'll break down the game, have like an instant reaction, um, just kind of like off the cuff, just like what I notice. I'll be going just I'm, I'm going to go literally watch the game talk to you guys so i look forward to that um by the way this episode of locked on buffs is also brought to you by fanduel sportsbook i know we got some gamblers out there um so snap into action this nfl season with fanduel america's number one sportsbook right now new customers can get 200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar five dollar bet that's 200 in bonus bets win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options. You can do the spread, the player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. We are back. I talked about this a little yesterday. Um, I think it was kind of getting... Very misconstrued. I got into a couple comment arguments because people were like, why would he do that? He wouldn't do that. Um, let me give you some context, though. Shadur Sanders is a projected first-round pick. I've seen him go as high as the top 10, and I've seen him go as low as, like, say, pick 17, 16. Either way, he's a projected first-round pick. Um, I think the more he plays, the higher his draft stock goes. This quarterback class is stacked. There's Caleb Williams, Drake May, Quinn Ewers, Michael Penix, Bo Nix, um, who else? Sam Hartman. I don't know if he's going to go high, but there's just so many guys. Spencer Rattler, DJ Uyunglele. Um, there's like 10 quarterbacks that are really good. Um, a lot of these quarterbacks, like for example, Bo Nix, potential first rounder, maybe. Um, possible second rounder, probably. Him and Penix, they could both go in the second round, right? If this was last year, they probably 
both be the top quarterbacks or that one of the top to- quarterbacks. Um, so it's a loaded class. And so we were there. Not we, they were at a, De- a Denver Broncos game. The three Sanders is on the team. And then Dion jr. Who was recording for well off media. Um, and they were talking and Shiloh was like, I was t- telling Shadur, we're going to be here next year. And Coach prime was like, who? No. And then they got into like a little disagreement. You could tell, um, you guys say he was joking. I will agree to disagree. Um, but I think the look on Shiloh's face when his dad said he was staying at Colorado, that did not indicate a, a joking conversation to me. Um, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. And long story short, the conversation kind of ended with coach prime saying that Shadur is also not staying or not going to the NFL, um, this next season. And so, when he did his interview with Bleach Report's Taylor Rooks last night, she asked him about that. And basically his response was he doesn't want uh, he doesn't want Shadur or Shadur doesn't want to be the number two quarterback. He doesn't he wants to be the best quarterback taken. And so this draft, it is Caleb Williams and then everyone else. That's just how it is. Caleb Williams is pretty much the um viewed as the best quarterback prospect um since I think, yeah, he's been the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. Um, he's drawn comparisons to Patrick Mahomes. Um, and, and Mind you, he's more advanced than Patrick Mahomes was in college. Um, so he's legit like a can't-miss prospect. And I think Shadur is working his way there. Um, but I think Caleb Williams just is like solidified number one. I think for Caleb Williams to not go number one, he'd literally have to quit football or he'd have to like have something catastrophic to him happen, which – we all hope doesn't happen obviously, but those were just what would take for him to not go one. And I think a lot of people are struggling with the fact that Shadur, they think Shadur should go pro. And I, I personally think he could or should, obviously it's not my life. It's not my decision, but he's missing out on a lot of money. And I know you guys think that NIL money uh, is equivalent. Cause I had someone tell me and I was like, even if Shadur, because he's valued at $5 million NIL value, um, according to On3, even if he's making that, the number 31 pick in the draft, which was the last pick last year, because there was someone, I think it was the Dolphins, had their pick taken. So there was only 31 first-round picks. Um, he, The last pick in the first round made $12.75 million, and that was out with, without the signing bonus. So there's not a chance in the world I mean, I guess there is a chance, but there's a slim chance that Shadur is making more money in college than he is in the NFL as a first rounder. Um, I, like I said yesterday, I think one coach prime wants him to stay because it gives him a chance to win next year. It gives him a chance to boost his draft stock, which I really didn't think about, but I guess he could boost it all the way to number one and then two or three, excuse me. I can't count. Apparently um, it gives them a chance, the father and the sons to be together one more time. Um, it's not, they likely will never have a chance to all be on the same sideline again. Um, they likely will never have a chance to all be like consistently at the same place and hang out as much as they do. And I think a lot of people don't realize how special of a moment that is. Um, just think of like when you moved away for the first time um, and it's like, oh shoot, I can't hang out with my parents anymore. Um, I think Coach Prime may have that. The Deion Sanders as a father may have that thought in the back of his head as well. Um, but either way, Shadur Sanders not going to the NFL next this next year. Um, will be going the following year. Um, and same with Shiloh, uh, according to Coach Prime. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. If you disagree with me, we'll have to agree to disagree because I've been pretty firm that Coach Prime is probably going to get how he wants. But either way, 
love what he's doing. Um, if you love what I'm doing, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to Locked on Bus. You guys have a great day, um, and I will see you guys tomorrow with the preview of the Oregon game.